0: 1480 WHBC, John Bozica, along with you this morning, we're going to talk about the code in Ohio. Now, what do I mean by that? There's kind of a code that represents the state of Ohio that for many years has had, I guess you could say, outdated words, outdated phrases, outdated things within it that, quite frankly, need to change over the course of time. And, uh... State representative here in Ohio is working very hard with people across the aisle to try to make that possible. And that is uh, the Democrat in uh, Dontavious Gerald's this morning, who joins us on the phone right now. Dontavious, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Doing very well. And thanks for joining the program today. I know that you and I have had this conversation kind of in a in a small manner before, but I think it's important to have it again because I was reading more and more about some of the things that you are trying to eliminate when it comes to the code. And, and I guess I would ask, what has left the code so outdated in Ohio to now? And, and why are we having to go back and do all of this now, all of these years later?
1: Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's really interesting. You know, our code has... Been with us since the beginning, and um, and there are some terminology that just, quite frankly, just did not ever change. And so I think about you know words like habitual drunkard. I don't remember. I probably not in my lifetime we've ever used that that type of terminology to describe someone with alcoholism. And um, and so you when know, I think about kind of just the, the prevalence of so many of these words and terms that are in our code, I think it's just history, and. You know, as as many things, um, you know, terms evolve. How we describe things evolve, and and uh, and I think we just haven't done enough to really uh, transform our code to to meet the folks and the people of today. And so uh, that's partly why we push House Bill Two Hundred and Eighty-One with uh, myself and Representative Tom Young to really address this issue for our disability and mental health community.
0: To the people out there who say to you when they hear about this well it just sounds like that's another person just trying to be politically correct what do you say to that person
1: no i think the reality is words have power and when i i've talked with a number of individuals who um who are part of the disability community mental health community um and you know when they are told that they're um you know folks who use our word like retarded or someone is deaf and dumb you know those those words are stigmatic and unfortunately those words also carry the power to impact services you know the the perception of whether someone needs services or not uh, or even the value of the person themselves and so i i don't subscribe to this narrative that you know that, that we're just being politically correct because when i think about the stories that i've heard as we've moved this bill through the process um it's been Um, uh, just unfortunate that individuals are being impacted by these words because it it carries weight and it informs policy and informs services. And and we just got to do something different. And and these people, everyone deserves to be treated with respect. And we just want that to be resembled in our code.
0: Well, and and I I think to people maybe that don't spend time in in government, as State Representative Dontavius Gerald is my guest this morning, I think they probably think of this as just being something that's kind of just a, a you know, a form that exists out there but really is never thought of in a large-scale way that it could have an effect on people. But having something like this that is up-to-date, it, it makes Ohio a, a better place and a more equitable and, and equal place, doesn't it? I mean, I mean in absolutely. a sense.
1: Go no, ahead. Absolutely. Uh You know, John, when, when I think about the prevalence of folks with disability, you know, one in four Ohioans have a disability. And so, you know, this is not just a small group of people who want to see these terms changed. This is a large number of Ohioans across this great state. And we know that stereotypes are harmful and it's impactful for us in light of the number of folks who have a disability or have a mental health um, concern or issue. Um, it's, it's, it's important for us to make sure our code resembles you know and uh, you know what we believe all Ohioans should have great health care opportunities. We should be, they should be treated with respect, they should be treated as a person um, and and I think that that's really at the core of the why we pushed are pushing so hard for 281
0: to pass. It's the voice of Dontavius Geralds this morning on the show state representative here in Ohio. Dontavius when was the last update to the code? How long has that been since there was an update that was made on this? Because you said it a term like drunkard. I mean, I, I think I've heard that maybe on Parks and Recreation, the show, but I, I don't think I've heard it in, in any other any other right. term in, in, in this world. So when was the last time it was actually updated?
1: So so you know and I have to give credit to a colleague of mine, representative uh Stephanie House, who uh back in twenty sixteen, her and rep- former representative Jonathan Deaver had worked to remove mentally retarded person out of the Ohio Revised Code. Um, now, that's the, I think, the last time it's been changed, to be quite frank with you. And it, I think it also speaks to the reason why we have so many of these terms that are still in our code, because we've only changed one, uh, one term um, uh, in 2016. We didn't look at the entire code. And so... One of the things that we did working with a number of organizations, because I have to give honor and credit to the uh, um, disability community, the mental health community, the deaf community, um, uh, you know, they really stepped up. And they said to us, to the General Assembly, that there's a number of issues within our code that we need to address. And so our bill um, is a pretty expansive bill over 816 pages worth of changes um with 33 terms that we're going to be changing through through house bill 281 and our hope is that this is the first step to making sure that again our our code is it's is, is, is respectful for all Ohioans. and so that's the last time to go directly to your your question back in 2016 we changed one thing um mentally retarded person
0: see and that's and that's wild to me that a phrase like that still existed in there even after all of these yep. years, and that phrases like that still continue to persist in our 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 vernacular, our our vocabulary, whatever you want to call it, and yep. I, I think the thing is is that, and and I guess correct me if I'm wrong on this, but part of the reason why you do this is that if it's in the code, it makes it okay to say those things. If it's not in the code, it kind of changes that, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it, it sure does. You know, and I, I want to uh, you know uplift one person who spoke. Because uh, we were pretty fortunate to have sponsor testimony and proponent testimony, or also known as in support of the bill, and um, Julia Doris Williams um, said something out that I was really powerful, so I want to say it here. She said human beings should never be referenced as a condition, nor should be relegated to certain categories due to their capabilities in any state of life or development and so w- when I think about you know how important this bill is going to be for families across the state. Um, it literally is about making sure that these words don't carry the power to impact their their development, you know, how people see them, uh, whether it's success, uh, whether they're in, in services or not, or receive services or not. Um, and so I think this is a starting point. And our hope is through the changes of these words, we begin to again, increase the value of folks uh, with disabilities, uh, with mental health challenges, um, and make sure that their voices are a part of this process. So,
0: State Representative Dontavius Gerald is my guest this morning. State Representative, do you think that there is a time and place to be able to take things like this, though, and teach a lesson about how far we've come to as a society? Like if there is a racially motivated term in there or something that does label someone, mm-hmm. Do you think that is an opportunity to make that a teachable moment to show how far we've advanced?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I think, you know, look, you know, when we think about where we are today, again, these terms, um, you know, at at one point of time, they were used as part of our colloquial and, uh, you know, times have changed. And so I think it'll be great even as we are removing these terms. You know, we we still let folks know that history you know, we have to change these terms because society evolved, right? How we describe people with mental illnesses have evolved. How we describe people with disabilities have evolved. And so uh, I think it is teachable. I think also we got to make sure that, the, you know, these terms are on the forefront of people's minds and not the previous perspectives, not the previous terms that we are removing. Because, um, again, lunatics should not be a part of our code. Uh, so as much as it is a historical and teaching lesson, I think the end of it, the end all, be all, at least for me, is making sure that we're using the right language to um, support these in, support individuals who have these disabilities. And so that's kind of at the core. So, yes, it is teachable. It's a teachable space for us. But I also ultimately want to get us to a point where we've evolved and moved away from these terms once for all.
0: Well, and the the thing is, too, is that I know that there's a lot of people that I've talked to that have oftentimes said they're always like, oh, well, I think sometimes that it provides more power to be, you know, in a position of, of having those words than it does to not use those words at all. And I guess I would ask you what your thought is on that, too. If you are referring to something like this, do you think it provides more power in showing things to apply that word, or do you think that that just is 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 off base?
1: Well, um I think what I'll
0: say is
1: is that at the end of the day, people want to be respected they want to they want their their perspective to be respected, they want their um, uh, folks to really understand the humanity in them, and I think sometimes these words can be dehumanizing. We know how we certain words currently in our code are dehumanizing to be quite frank with you. And I think part of it is if we don't remove it from our Ohio revised code, then what are we saying to people who use these these words to dehumanize individuals on a day-to-day basis? Um, And so I I just, as I think about kind of where we are as a, as a society, we are much better than these terms that are currently in our code. And, and it's up to us as legislators to do our part to Mm -hmm. evolve right? And make sure our code reflects today's values. And so I I don't know, hopefully, I don't know if I answered the question directly. Um, I apologize if I didn't, but I think it's really about uh, making sure that the stigmatic language that we have, you know, in our code, just one, doesn't exist, but two, we are creating a space where we're giving power to people so that they understand that if they feel like these words are are hurting them or harming their community, that as a body, as a legislature body, we're going to address these words and really provide support to those communities.
0: State Representative Dontavius Gerald is my guest. State Representative, I appreciate the time this morning so much. Uh, uh, fascinating stuff. I think it's really, really interesting. I think it's something that has gone unnoticed. And I think those are the little things that can oftentimes move us forward as a society. So keep up the work that you're doing, and, and we'll talk again in the future.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks.